Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Wishing to right into it. Right into it. Right. Right up into it. Hopefully you guys will hear me today. You are listening to good. Real I can hear you good. of Genius. <laughs> Make sure that one's working. No one's here. All right, folks. Episode 9, Real Man of Genius podcast. Uh, Matt is back. Back from, back on the mainland, you could say. Ola. Ola? That's Spanish, brother. Yeah. They don't speak Spanish in Hawaii. Aloha. There you go. Now we're talking. Now we are talking. First, uh, first podcast. I guess really, just no race prior. Uh, I'll, I'll still talk about Phoenix. Yeah, I guess you could. I'm not gonna talk about Phoenix because it wasn't that good for me. But I you mean, can talk about. It. I mean, what what was your what was your uh, experiences? There wasn't that many. Uh, I got to pit for NASCAR royalty. Like the Bad first, Moffitt. the second family of NASCAR, I guess. The Kennedys? The Earnhardts. Oh, yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, we didn't make it very far. Yeah, y'all got junked. There was some There was some folks junking some stuff back in the there back of some, that Xfinity race. There were some squirrels. There was some squirrels. Some squirrel hunting. Yep. Uh, I guess the highlight was about 10 minutes before the race when I went to go back and get a, a radio. Jeffrey was still sitting in the hauler, and he missed driver intros. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, where the hell is he? We were all sitting there, and people were like, where's Jeffrey? He's I not mean, here. So he went from starting 31st to 36th. It is what it is. Yeah. Speaking of qualifying and things like that, have you seen the new format? Dude, it's – hey, congratulations, NASCAR, for copying and pasting the uh, IndyCar qualifying format. Is that how it is? Well, they have like three groups, and they take the top five, and then the top ten, you know, go to the fast. Six I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't really watch as much of that stuff as I should. Uh, I like to watch IndyCar races, but I never watch qualifying or anything. But that's only like that on road courses. Right. If I'm correct. Yeah. yeah. So they literally just copied and pasted the best. Thing yeah. About IndyCar. That's cool though. At least they're trying something different. I'm. Uh, I'm not opposed. You didn't get to go to any of the next gen testing, unfortunately. Uh, that sucks. Have you heard any good or bad? You're you're in that circle. I have heard that. I've only heard this from one source, who has been in the car. Um, that the car is very numb, like you can't tell what it's going to do. Like, yeah, I mean, I could definitely understand that. I mean, just from watching all the guys spin out. I mean, the guys that would not normally spin out. Yeah, it just has to be so, like like I said, like unpredictable that. As soon as you cross that line with that small sidewall as well on the tire, I feel like there's not as much side bite. There's not as forgiving. Yeah, and, and you can uh, just looper. 
they uh, someone on Twitter looped over, ghosted the image of Ty Gibbs in an Arca car mm-hmm. in the next gen car, and Ty Gibbs was a second and a half faster in an Arca car. Man, the Arca cars fly around Charlotte, though. You I gotta mean, think about like yeah. They they think about this. There's no rules in Arca, really. Well, especially for Ty Gibbs. Well, I mean, I'm just. I mean, I wouldn't even say that. I'm just saying like. Your skew rules, your things like that, there is no rules. Yeah. So they could have a, a rear end housing that's towed three quarters of an inch, so it's going to turn like nothing you've ever driven before. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, it's going to be really good. And our car just got a really good aero package and the things like that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see how it goes uh, from here forward. I think it should be cool, though. I don't know. I think they look cool in the racetrack. They, I feel like they sounded better. Maybe they just sounded better with more cars. The camera angle sounded better. I don't know what it was, but I was watching some of the live streams uh, when I was on my lunch break at the shop, and they sounded better. They really sound like a um, one of the Mercedes GTD cars from yeah. IMSA. It's got that like that dirty grumble, I guess. Right, dirty grumble. Yeah, could not agree more. Like um, it almost reminds me of like a dirt modified because now they've moved the exhaust ports. Kinda, Even further forward, yeah, they're right behind the wheel. No, it's just it's just like like a IMCA literally modified. just you know just right off the open header, header yeah. Tube. Damn, you cussed right there. I was really hoping I wasn't gonna have to edit this much, but now I'm gonna have to go back and find that. Whatever. Fudge How about that. Is yeah, that there you go. I guess so. Um, otherwise, next gen stuff. I mean, didn't hear. I didn't hear a lot. I hear they. They fixed the steering thing, but I think the the thing that was most promising to see was Austin Dillon wrecked the car in the morning. And they were back, that and they night. were back before the test session was over. So I mean, it only and, it, and you got to think it takes them, you know, what an hour ish to get yeah. to the to no, yeah, back to, get to welcome, welcome and then back to the racetrack. So that's two hours. So it's really only I think it took them four hours to change out the whole front end. Of the car, so I mean that's the whole front clip, man. Yeah, like, I mean that's. Would you say it's promising? I don't know. Does it reduce the use of a backup car? I think definitely. I think I mean, if you have enough parts, you could almost go to the racetrack and kill a car in the race and still get back out there by the end. Except for damaged vehicle policy. Yeah, I mean, and and we don't know if NASCAR is going to change any of that stuff. Yeah. Currently. Um, but another thing with this whole qualifying and weird kind of it's for Xfinity series, I think it's 20 minutes of practice. How much can you actually do in 20 consecutive minutes? You can make one, two runs maybe. Yeah. I mean, heck I was thinking at, at road America, you're going to get like three laps. Well, I think road America is different. I think you're well, going to get qualifying deal. Yeah. So you get 15 minutes. So but, you get even less time, right? But the like your your practice time is I think fifty minutes. No, no. At Portland, so on all the new tracks and the big races, it is. So when we go to Atlanta for the first time, we'll get a fifty minutes yeah, practice it was, there. It was Daytona, Atlanta. I believe we get Nashville. Nashville again, Gateway. For y'all, Port. I know Portland's a place for Xfinity. Yeah, it gets fifty minutes. Daytona, obviously, and Phoenix at the end of the year. But, no, we were talking about that stuff, like what can you change? And I think even the rules are going to be kind of strict on what you can change because you're going to go through tech 
once, practice, and then qualify. Like, did they say it's it's straight from practice to qualifying? I think so. I think you practice. You'll probably have, like, a little grid spot down there on pit road. You can work on stuff, make adjustments, come in, go back out. Uh, then I think you'll stop. They'll probably give you 15 minutes to hook a cool-down unit up to it, change your tires over, get in Q-trim, and uh, line them up. And then once they're lined up, like, they'll probably go around. Like, here's the thing. They're doing it for TV. So, right. I imagine, so they're trying to keep it all probably within the hour. I heard 90 minutes. Right. I mean, So I think uh, what you'll see is you'll see some practice. You'll see a little bit of analyzing on the practice by the commentators. You'll see post-practice, a little bit of interviews here and there. Uh, a lot of hustling, bustling, people moving stuff around, getting ready for qualifying, the lineup qualify. So, so for an Xfinity format, you think that's going to be Friday? That's your whole day Friday? I don't know. kind of hope it's Saturday. Just knock it you just want to do a chaotic one. It wouldn't even day. be that chaotic, really. I mean, I think, mean, think, it, think about gonna, your Saturday. So for a, a, a 1 o'clock race, right, you're probably going to have to be into the garage at 6. 6, 7, maybe. Through tech by. That kind of sucks. Through tech by 10. I'm going to say you'll do. Cause I think Cup and stuff will qualify the day before because they always right. do. And I think it just makes it more of a full day for the fan when they want to go to a racetrack. Yeah, but do you want the fans showing up at 10 o'clock in the morning and not leaving until 9 o'clock at night? Why would they be there that late? I don't know. I don't think they'd be there. I mean, if, if your race is at 1, they leave there at 4. I mean, it's still, it's still, I mean, it's a six-hour day, I mean, but it's a, a good, it's a good, fun six-hour day. You're going to get a, you're going to get to see Xfinity practice. Oh, oh Xfinity practice, Xfinity qualifying, cup practice, cup qualifying, and then an Xfinity race, which is going to be the best race all weekend because it always is. Shots fired. I'm just saying. Every, everybody's complaining about the next-gen in-car footage, saying, oh, they're wide open. This race is going to suck. Eh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to go either. But um, I think from... From where I see it, I think it's all good because it gives the small teams, you know, 30 seconds because you're guaranteed 30 seconds of TV time every week now. Oh, the qualifying qual- At least qualifying. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Except for when you're group qualifying. Like right, courses, I mean, but, but that's, that is what it is. That's six races. Not even. It's, it's six. I think for Cup, it's six. So, I mean, it helps justify... A sponsorship a little bit more, I guess right, yeah. I would say, but you know, it definitely helps. Definitely helps, especially you know for guys like you and stuff. Who you're getting a lot of one-offs, one or two race deals. It's going to give them guaranteed time. So now you, right, you can go back to them and be like, "Well, we got you a minute and a half, and then you know whatever else was gravy." Yeah, we can equate that to. $10, it kind of sucks because I've realized lately that if you start in the back. You you almost and if you're fast enough, you can almost guarantee the biggest mover, and that's like better TV time and the qualifying because then they talk about you being good. <laughs> I guess because I got yeah. that at Texas. Right, you gained like 17 spots. No, it was like 24 spots. Oh, I'm sorry. Get it right, 24 oh. spots in the Fort Worth screen printing. Yeah, they talked about Fort Worth screen Chevrolet. printing. Chevrolet, shout out to John. Gale. They were all super pumped on it, and then I think even I got biggest mover. Or one of the biggest movers, at least at Kansas, when I ran that truck. You want me to pat you on the back? 
No, I'm just saying, but you get good TV time when you do that. I don't think you, you don't get TV time. They just talk about you. Well, both those times they like put the camera on. Right. I mean, it, it, you're also a wheel man, so like when you're oh. wheeling, when you're wheeling it up to like 14th yeah. place, and you're staying there, like yeah, you got a little bit of staying power in the Fort Worth Screen Printing Chevrolet. That's right. That's right. Just trying to get those media hits, you know. Yeah, you got to. You got to. We gotta get some of these ad reads on here. Yeah, we need to. I need to get in gear. We really need to. Uh, you should hit up Manscaped. They're always trying to sell uh, shavers. Products. Yeah, on on podcast. But uh, we finally got a logo. That we do have a logo. I need to change the logo whenever I so upload everything tomorrow. Shout out to uh, Hershey Designs. He kind of helped us out with that. So if you have any design needs, Young Hershey, shoot him a message. DM on. I think he's on Instagram and. Twitter. So Ooh. he does a solid for me. So we'll you never it. sent me all the varieties. You're like, yeah, I have like 15 different. No, it wasn't 15. It was three. Okay. So slight so exaggeration. I sent, I sent two of the three and then I sent you the AI file, which I know you can't open. Yeah. You sent me, there's like 15 different colors. I and then never, it turns out 15 was never said. I said, I have variations. Of this logo. And you, you said, said, I have 15 sweet. variations of this logo. And then you were like, here's the one. And here's one I sent you two months ago. <laughs> you are such a liar. And then here's one that you can't even open. So You are such a liar. Path, pathological. Like yeah, whatever. Whatever, man. So how was Hawaii? We didn't, we didn't talk about that. It was nice, man. It, I mean, it was chaotic. I, I did the math, so I flew from Statesville. I mean, just trying to get like my whole ride situation figured out because I didn't want to leave my car at the Statesville airport. Didn't want to leave at the Charlotte airport because that would have been like a, a grand. Mm-hmm. So I, I hitched a ride from Mooresville to Statesville, flew from Statesville to Memphis, Memphis to Armadillo, Texas, because we had to stop twice because we had so many people on the plane. All the way to Phoenix. Yeah. Was it like a headwind? I don't know. I had think we were just like, like the plane was full and we're going to, you know, backwards and we hit the, the jet stream in reverse. Yeah. It'll do that sometimes. It's always. I feel like it's always the last race of the year too. So you're like, "Gosh, this flight can't take any longer." I mean, this feels like two years ago at this point for me. But we get into Phoenix, do the whole Phoenix weekend. I actually pitted two races that weekend. I had to get some extra scratch. Yeah, because I had some pay some bills. You know, Hawaii's expensive down there. Yeah. So well. For anyone in in the industry, like we got per diem throughout the whole year, so I just kind of pocketed fifteen, twenty, hundred bucks from per diem. We saved up a bunch. It basically paid for our whole trip. So really, was, yeah, yeah, that's pretty I mean, cool. I started when I started doing the twenty four stuff, twenty four hours. Started pocketing it. That's from pretty there. smart. So that's a smart way for people in the industry to save money. It's just kind of. Because it's, it keeps it separate, too. Yeah. Because I even did that for, like, the last handful. I'm going to go. When I go, I'm going home next week for Thanksgiving, and me and my boys going to the tattoo shop, and I'm just going to get tatted up. Are you going to get the Hank Hill hot dog? <laughs> no. I'm thinking about getting the hash slinging slasher, though, from SpongeBob. That's terrible. No, that it is, is not. That is terrible. a sick one. You need, you need to put a, a picture up of this so people can actually see. Here's the hash slinging slasher. So our older viewers can see. Yeah. Um, but then did the full race weekend. Uh, pitted Will Rogers' truck, Jeffrey Earnhardt's car. 
Um, those were kind of just get through the weekend kind of things. And mm-hmm. there was just a lot of stuff going on for that last week. It took us, I don't know, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we could get to the track in a half hour. Sunday, I think it took us an hour and 15 minutes to get there to the track. There was a lot of people. A lot of people, which is good for the sport. I mean, even did the campgrounds out there were packed. Yeah, I mean, you looked four miles down the road from the racetrack, and there were still campers. Yeah. So, anybody who said the sport's not yeah, where dude, it needs even to be. Every, like I said, everybody can say what they want about Phoenix being the last race. It's not, it's not Homestead. It's not Homestead. But, dude, like, the racing, A, was good. The crowd was amazing. I think the broadcasts were even pretty good. So, I, don't, I, I have no complaints over it. I think they should keep moving it. I think it should be a rotating thing. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to the winners. Didn't really care in the truck series-wise who won because I didn't really. I was kind of pulling for Zane Smith just there was, because he got in late. Yeah, I mean, there was no storylines leading up to it. You know, there's nothing nothing yeah. great about it. It was what, Crafton, Rhodes, yeah, Zane I, I either want, I either wanted Crafton or Zane Smith to win it. Who was the fourth? Uh, John Hunter. John Hunter. I mean, Nima, everyone John was kind of. John Hunter truck. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was kind of expecting him to win and just. Just right from the get-go. Yeah. Just awful. Um, Xfinity, I think, you know, everyone, the storyline with Hemrick and stuff, that was that was cool. I, I looked up and down Pit Road, and everyone was kind of like, you know, give that yeah. nod of approval. Because uh, what a way to win your first race. Yeah, championship. Does the He's the, you know. He's uh, the new backflip guy. He's the Costco Carl Edwards. I wouldn't say that. I mean, because he's been doing it for a minute. Okay, Tell me the last time he's done it. Probably a late model race. Exactly. Like, 10 years ago. Not 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I raced late models with him. And I raced late models like... 10 years ago. It wasn't 10 years ago. 20... You're going to say... You 20, race- 2012? 2011? You know yeah. how long ago 2011 was? 10 years. He was probably still racing Legends cars in 2011. No chance. In 2011? I'm about to look it up. Keep talking. But, you know... I mean, people are going to say that, did he, did you think he moved? You think he moved Cindric yes. and that was, but I think he moved him, but do you think it was enough to, you think know, he did what he had to do to win a championship. Right. And I think that's what you have to do. I was just waiting for Austin Cindric to Kyle Petty him coming across the start finish line. Just dig her right into the wall. But Should have. going Should. forward, I mean, you didn't have a great weekend. No, not really. But I mean, that is what it is. It is what it You'll is. have that. We've been doing a lot of uh, work in the off season trying to remedy weekends like that. We actually took. We have a. You know what a Romer arm is? Yeah, or it's a the ro- arm. Is that the robot thing? Yeah, it's like for people at home who don't know, it's like a. Uh, it's a three D scanner. Yeah, it's not really a scanner, but you can like. You could zero it, and you could move it to any point, and it'll tell you the X, Y, Z coordinates on it. So, we uh, we did the car that I liked a lot this year. Uh, I guess yesterday, two days ago. Does the car have a name? No. Uh, JDM049. Can we petition to give it a name? I don't like... I haven't given a car a name since I was driving Bandoleros. So. But I want something cool. I don't know, brother. Like Carlos, I don't know. I like I haven't. 
I don't like giving them guy names either, but then again, my bandoleros were all guy names. I had Eugene, Mater, and Mater 2. Wow, you're really creative on that last one. Yeah, well, because like, Mater 2 was only a thing because Mater 1 got junked, and it was a quick replacement, so it was Mater 2. And then we had, I think one was just called the Black Car. Wow. Black Car. You are so creative. I know, dude, I know. Did you figure it out? Because I've been stalling here for the last, like, Honestly, no. I'm trying to remember what when I drove for. Bring up the pack rats, track rats. Track rats. Yeah, we really need to splice that in here one of these times. That'd be Hold good. On. I don't know. I don't know where to find the footage. God, I feel like I'm breathing so hard in the mic. I'm trying so hard not to, and it's just making it worse. You're just compounding. Yeah, just making my <laughs> making it way worse. I wonder. If but so off season wise, you guys have already been. Sounds like I mean, from talking to you, it sounds like you guys have already been really hard at work, already working on Daytona. Yeah, dude, we, we we've been on the Daytona car, which has been really neat. Uh, I've never been in a situation where uh, I'm working on, like, literally working on Daytona car the week after Phoenix. Like, are you ready to say something here, or no? But it's just it's just cool. I've never done that before. Yeah, because normally you're working for a company where they're they need, moving. They need to find a new building really quick. Yeah, and you're just packaging everything up. We're moving, or I'm like, I'm yeah, like I, yeah, and it's it's just nice. Like it's already pretty much put together, uh, so pretty nice. Do you do you know what's going in in the under the bonnet? I mean, uh, internal combustion combustion engine. One of them. A, yeah. A good one or it, probably a Chevrolet one. Ooh. Is that breaking news? Team Chevy. Ooh. Not really. Okay. So you didn't figure it out. No, nah, yeah, he we're was still stalling. I don't know, dude. I I'm not even going to look. I'm going to say he was. I'm just going to say off memory he was. How old was I in 2011? If I'm 25 now, that was 10 years ago. It'd be 15 or 14. He was still racing legend cars. Well, then he went in 2010, didn't he win a million dollars? Yeah, but he also raced Legends cars the year after that too. Okay, well, he—I think he was a deserving champion. Yeah, and now back he, to this subject. And now he goes to call. Isn't this what this whole podcast is? Like we start with the topic, then you get derailed. That's what all podcasting is. Yeah, that's showbiz, baby. Um, I think he was deserving storyline wise. It it works from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, no, yeah, it's cool. It's, I'm pumped to see him go. Uh, just. Wax on a super speedway now, too. Yeah, I mean... Because Cog's got arguably some of the best speedway stuff in the game. Right, and it's very confusing because RCR stuff is not great. Not true. Tyler Reddick won that race with the whole body falling off. Right, but I'm saying current performers. In yeah. The, the quit. I'm not, I'm not going to name Yeah, names. there we go. We'll not just, we'll just cut it there. Yeah. Um... I have some great off-season stuff I want to talk about. But getting going back, now doing um, cup stuff, another great storyline. You know. No. Kyle Larson winning the championship. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, dude, speaking of some crazy stuff off that, I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. No, I was kidding. I was actually kidding. I don't think you're kidding. But what, an, what, an, what, a, what a farewell in the cup series to the five lug pit stop shout out to David Starr for his rotor blowing up. 
But Kyle Larson's pit crew getting him three spots on pit road to win him that race. What an ode to the five lug nut on the number five car. On the number five car who is running fourth and came out first. If you add those two numbers together, it's five. That's five. And they won the championship. This is a math podcast now. But we, like we said, like they had the most time to build a Phoenix car, and it still wasn't even the best. I don't know if it, I think it was. I mean, arguably, I think track position was Truex, very, very important. Truex came on at the end, but couldn't. I think Larson's car got better as it got darker. Probably. I said this last week, but you said you didn't even listen to last week's episode. So I was busy, busy just tanning it up on the beach. Yeah, I got so tan. Look at it. Were you? I'm were a swim. You, were you out guy. there? Were you ripping some waves? I no, I was snorkeling on the boogie board. Nah, nah. I'm a swim shirt guy too. So, cause I so side story. I'll side story it now. Uh, earlier this year, me and my now fiance um, went to Topsail Beach, and it was cloudy. It was 85. I'm like, I'm gonna pop the shirt off. You know, take that babe boy off. And I got so burnt. And Clouds make it worse. I, I figured that out. And that was like day two of our six day, seven day stay. So I went swim shirt the rest of the time. I haven't looked back. You know, nice. It's, but so I was a swim shirt guy throughout the whole excursion <laughs> process. Did y'all go on any like cool hikes? I feel like in like I've watched Hawaii five O and uh there's some pretty nice hiking trails up there. Yeah, so basically day after Phoenix race, right? I stayed after. I had another I had another night in the hotel. 4 a.m. I got up. Uh drove to the Phoenix Airport, Phoenix Sky Harbor, and then flew to LAX and then it's a 6-hour flight to Maui. That's not bad. And it's still I mean, it's like flying from Charlotte to California. And uh, on the way out, I flew economy class. Luckily, the plane was only half full, so everyone got their own row. Nice. So that was nice. Got to Maui, and it's one of the most beautiful places on Earth um, because there's two volcanoes that erupted, and it kind of, it's like a double peak into a valley kind of thing. And it's amazing. Amazing. We did uh, a snorkeling trip that was bar none hmm. just amazing first i've furthest i've gotten out of the domestic united states is probably like 15 miles into mexico at the texas mexico border what were you doing in mexico i don't know i went down there like I feel like you, my grandparents it, i was super young was it legal yes it was legal do you have your passport i mean i don't know if i did or not i know i was in mexico though like at the border because my grandma went down there. Like, it was a bunch of us that went down there. And we, like, went, like, shopping over the border. I don't know. That's weird. It was weird. But we were there in yeah. Mexico. But uh, we did go. We didn't go hiking. Uh, so from, from the base of the, of the volcano, because it's a, it's a non-active volcano, from the base to the top was 38 miles. So we drove it. It took like an hour. Got all the way up above it. You got above the clouds. So like even if you look down the mountain, you couldn't even see paradise because it was locked up by the mountains. But 
once you got above the clouds, man, it was it was weird. Like, because that's where all the volcanic rock was. And it's all, it looks like you're on Mars. Like, you really don't even look like you're on the same planet. Really? Yeah. Um, I can send you some pictures. Sweet. But um, it was, the elevation was 10,000 10, feet. 10,000, huh? 10,000. <laughs> Is saw that you, a lot? <laughs> I saw you do a little bit of math there. Um, I don't know. Is that like a Colorado mountain? Why don't you look it up? I'm not looking it up because the last time we did that, I, we got way side, like way, way off. Well, anyway, um, it was beautiful country up there. It just looks like you're on a different planet because all the rock is very jagged. And, like, it looks like it'll cut you. Feels like you're watching, uh, what was that show on The Crag on Nickelodeon? Remember that show? It was not, no, that was Guts. They had another one that you had to climb the mountains called no, The Crag. No, Guts. You, you did oh, the guts the, challenge to, to have get to the, the crag. opportunity. Yeah, you're right. You're to right, you're get right. the aggro crag. Yes, I remember that now. Remember those shows were so weird. They brought back Legends of the Hidden Temple. Really? Yeah. I feel like it isn't the same anymore. No, they do it outside. Yeah, that's not right. It's got to be an inside studio. It's probably like I couldn't imagine what that studio smelled like. Awful. Just terrible. Like they Just had disgusting. they had standing water in there. Like. Sweaty contestants, probably sweaty uh, people watching. So the top three for me were like Double Dare or Double Dare 2000, Mm -hmm. Guts, and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple was great. And they had that that, thing that talked. Yeah, but then they had the creepy people that like abducted you. Yes. (laughs) You remember that? Yes. That was... what I, I don't understand why like... Those shows came and went so quick, dude. They were like now, here for five dude, years and then gone. That's the 90s for you. I know. Like they're here and gone in five years. And it was probably the best thing ever. Yeah. Not, it, Just like everything else in the 90s. Like 95 to 2003. Yeah. Greatest decade of the 90s ever. Greatest decade from 95. From 95 the greatest eight-year decade of all time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that was that was when life was good. Yeah. TV shows were real good then. Especially kids TV. I don't know. Like, I don't know what these kids got going today, but like Rocket Power, Rocket Power, Kurt's Cowardly Dog. That was a good one. I saw this tweet. Just like, how the hell are they gonna call Courage Cowardly? He was fighting for his life every day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Ren and Stimpy. See, I didn't really get into that one. Like, I angry, think I know Angry Beavers. I did not. I don't know what that one is. That, might, that sounds like a real like that might have been a Wisconsin local. I don't know if they no, had that in Texas. That was on Nickelodeon. That sounds exactly like some kind of public access Wisconsin cartoon that they might have had going on. I think it was Norbert and Daggett were the two main characters. See, you're a little older than me though, so yeah, that could have been just a touch before your time. Yeah, but like I never watched Sweet Life. See, you didn't watch that. I used to kind of... I never watched Sweet Life on Deck. I was more of a Nickelodeon guy than a Disney guy. Yeah, me too. It was always like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney. That was like... I started Channel 41, go to 43, and then if nothing was on, I'd go to Channel 42. Yeah. But I, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, so I watched all the classics because they had Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang. That was a good one. Like, that was like... There you suppose That was like Brazzers for... <laughs> <laughs> for kids. Yeah, that was cartoons. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? We got the rare ones. Like, you know, like, because Boomerang was always like the next level up 
cable. Yeah, it was like the next. Yeah, you got Boomerang. It's like like six hundred channels. It's like where I like if I can get Mav TV now, I'm like super pumped. But that was Boomerang when I was a kid. Right, but that's like the Brazzers level. You gotta get that extra subscription. Yeah, but then you got like the Jetsons. You got Flintstones. There was what was the race? There's like a racing show. Oh, I know it's the wacky races. Speed Racer. I, don't know, I know what I know what you're talking about though. It's like all of the characters from different shows. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. wacky races. Because there was a South Park episode about it. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw. And then that. there's the dude with the glasses and the, the dog. dog goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Classic. that was before our time, though. No, that was. I mean, that was. It was our time because it was on Boomerang during our time. Right. So in, indirectly, it was during our time. Man, there was so many good TV channels back then. Boomerang, Fuel TV. Fuel was what's up. Fuel TV was the best. I think it's still out there. I don't know that it is. I mean, maybe, maybe like streaming, like if you streamed it on the internet, but I don't think you can watch it on cable. Oh, so we, uh, so when we're in Hawaii and stuff, late night for us would be about nine o'clock. We'd be looking through the guide and there's a Japan TV. We watched sumo, re- like competitive sumo wrestling for like an hour. You watched any kung fu movies? No. You ever watch kung fu movies? Like straight up like dubbed kung fu movies? Weird. I love them. I'm, I, I, got, I got into them because... Kind of like Squid Game. Kind of, but I got into them because I was watching the Wu-Tang documentary and those guys watch it all the time. I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. So I like, they listed off a bunch that you should watch. Like right, the 36, put, it, put it in the comments. The 36 Chambers of Shaolin, y'all should watch it. It's pretty cool. You should just put it in the comments. That's, I'm thinking about getting the Shaolin Temple like uh, sign tattooed on me next week. Like this video, if you think I should. <laughs> That's going to be the sound bite. Yeah. Definitely. So, off season, as a race car driver, what's what's going on? Oh, just straight partying all the time. <laughs> Not really. I'm uh, working in the shop right now, uh, going back home to see my family for Thanksgiving next week. I'm uh, going to do a little bit of snowboarding, or well, really as much as I can. Uh I don't know if you saw Matt when he walked in here. I got the balance beam set up. And when I say balance beam, I mean a four-inch piece of PVC pipe in my skateboard that I took the trucks off of. Really been helping my balance skills lately. I think I might dust my snowboard off and maybe. What kind of board you got? I have a LibTech. LibTech. I was a big Travis Rice guy. T-Rice. I still have Art of Flight on my phone. I watch it. Art of Flight. I watch it a lot. It's what the, the... that's what a non-snowboarder watches. Oh. I watched this video the other day uh, called the, by the Dust Box, and it's called Dream Castle. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about right now, but it's so good. The music choice in this snowboard edit is unmatched. It goes from like a, a Biggie Smalls Van Halen mashup to a Willie Nelson song to a Pop Smoke song into some like super heavy death metal song. And it's like it just takes you on a roller coaster. It's pretty cool. I've checked out from that conversation. Yeah, I'd imagine. I probably everybody else listening, they just literally everybody else. Everybody that's listening on like Apple or Spotify is like, well I'm just gonna listen to music now. Because yep, he's getting over. he's getting me jacked up on music. Is there any racing, I guess is what I'm asking in the off season. No, I wish there was. As soon as you get that micro we'll probably start racing, but No. You're on hold. You're you're hard on the brakes on that now. Hard huh? on the brakes. Investments have taken a turn for the worst. 
And then it's the it's the background cost of I still don't have a truck, don't have a trailer. I have a truck. You oh. have a, you barely have a truck. I, dude, it is a mini Sprint. I have a mini truck. We can pull it to the racetrack. Uh, we still need a trailer and a place to put it. Yeah, I know. I know. One of these days, I'm going to build a nice shop. All right, you build, you build a shop, and I'll put a race car in it. But it's also going to be my house. Okay, we'll put it in the living room. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, I almost... I almost got you a test in a late model, and you turn it down. I know. The every, I feel like every time something like that comes up, you're like, oh, you want to go test a late model next week? It's more uh, of a shakedown run. I mean, I have, just like, I'd like to run a straight have rail Have you ever car. ran Hickory in, in real le- life? In a legend car. Okay, in a late model? No, never in a late model. I always wanted to, but it's not that hard. I might actually... Uh, test it? You're going to drive it? No, I'm not going to drive it. I might put a new hat on next week, next weekend. Cross another thing off the racing bucket list. Flagman. Spotter. Well, spotting in the test? No, spotting next week at Southern National. Is there a big race? Yeah. What's it called? It's like a Thanksgiving throwdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thanksgiving Classic or something like yeah, that. Something. Every race. Everywhere. Every, every race. Has, every region has a Thanksgiving. Like, the, Batesville, Arkansas has Thanksgiving Thunder. It's like the Turkey Night Grand Prix out in Ventura. Yeah. I mean, Larson's going to win that. Yeah. That was way... Honestly, I think Turkey Night Grand Prix was way cooler when it was at Irwindale, and they ran asphalt midgets. But isn't isn't this Turkey Night or Turkey Grand Prix is the one with the backdrop of the ocean, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Ventura's like on the beach. Yeah. So that's... Which is kind of cool. Plus, I already have flow, so I mean, I'm going to probably watch it. I probably don't... I'm probably not going to spot. Why? I don't know. Were you scared? No. Who would you be spotting for? Uh, Garrett Smithley. Oh, in the late model? Yeah. Yeah. You have any nice things to say? So, I don't know. You want to give luck. me some pointers? Uh, yeah, just make sure it doesn't hit anything, I guess. I mean, it's pretty That's easy. Terrible. It's pretty easy. Just stay calm. I'll say that that is the most important thing as a spotter, I feel. My favorite attribute in a spotter is if they can stay calm the whole time. So, do not be Randy Caldwell. Just don't start screaming on the radio, because then all that does is get your driver all hyped up and ramped up. And It's like, imagine imagine you have a, a dog who's sitting on the floor, and he's just chilling, and then you just start messing with him, getting him all jacked up, and then he's running around the house knocking things over. That's what's going to happen to your race car driver. You're going to start hitting things, because you get them all jacked up. I mean... I think I have a pretty calm voice. Car. Stop. <laughs> Spotter uh, ASMR. <laughs> car one back. Inside. Clear. They're one wide behind you. <laughs> they're all coming on blink. <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I didn't know if you're going to. There's, there's some spotters if you listen to and like act like they're not uh, spotting a race. Pretty funny. <laughs> like <laughs> inside, 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 They're coming. inside, inside, <laughs> and we're wrecked. What that, the fuck? That was man, bad deal. Bad deal. Bristol's tough though. I was surprised he was able to say inside for that long down the straightaway because I feel like if you're saying inside that long, they're probably inside in the corner prior. Probably. 
So I might do that. I might not. I'm not sure. It all depends on what's going on at home. Because, you know, but on the... On the on the, uh, I, I was going to swear, but I don't want you to have to... Uh, it does not matter. At this point, you've already cussed like so many times. I don't I haven't said fuck in a while. Yeah. No. Real funny guy over here, huh? But, uh, you know, we've been on the road for 36 weeks. Life on the road. It's like you get your first weekend at home. It's like... It, it did feel know, like you, you were gone again last week. I was gone, week, so... But, like, it did feel weird. Like I didn't do a damn thing all weekend. I slept till 2 o'clock Saturday and Sunday. I did clean my apartment, if you can't tell. You probably can't tell. I can't really tell. I sweeped. I vacuumed. Swept? Yeah. You swept? Yeah. I even got out some, uh, some antibacterial wipes, because I don't have a duster, and I just wiped everything off. I'm because the, the trophies... There's a lot in here. Uh, <laughs> There's like three. <laughs> There's a handful in here. They get dusty. Like my mom used to get so mad when I was young because I had like a bunch of trophies or whatever. And uh, sick, yeah, stop, 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 sick, just stop. I know. I Let know it be what known that Bailey Curry has a bunch of trophies. I know what I said when I said it. I didn't want it's it to. It's not like sound he's like a that. professional race car driver. Uh, but she used to always complain Wait, because. Are she you had a to professional dust. race car driver? Yeah, you could say that. Do you get paid to drive? Yeah. Then you're a professional. Yep. It's amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. So are you going to finish or did I kind of derail that? Oh, I just wiped everything down. I got a vacuum out and uh, I vacuumed the tile floor. I vacuumed. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? I mean, it did something like some of the little dust bunnies, like like they would just stick to the broom and wouldn't go in a dustpan to pick those up. I vacuumed my carpet in my room and like, you know, have you ever seen those videos, those memes where, you know, you push the vacuum across and it makes all the crackling noise and it's super satisfying? That was my entire room. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> hey, man. I'm so proud of you. I was proud of myself when I got done. Because I did. I was. I tweeted that I found that RC car. And luckily, the battery was dead. I still have a great video of you with your RC. Yeah, dude, you should have seen me. I was just standing. I was so I went to the dirt parking lot over there. I was all by myself. I kind of felt like an idiot, and I was just zinging this RC car around. And then I broke it. I hit my I hit my own truck with the (laughs) the tire and broke it. This was the expensive one too, wasn't it? Yeah, but I fixed it. It actually wasn't that bad. It just popped one of the uh, CV axles out, and I uh, pulled the I don't know what you call it. Pulled it off. Put it back in. Yeah. I don't know. I used to, like, I raced RC cars a little bit when I was a kid, so I kind of knew the part names. Yes. It was fun. (laughs) I have a... Gets expensive quick. I have a friend who, um, this was a couple years ago, he bought one of the really fancy RC cars, and you got to put it all together. Oh, like the kits. Like the kit. And he goes, it'll keep me from going out and drinking a lot on, on the road. He's a NASCAR guy. He's like, oh, it's going to keep me from going out. You know, I'll stay in the hotel room and I'll just work on my RC car. So he'd take the thing everywhere with him. First three weeks did nothing to it. Would go out, <laughs> and like it just became a reoccurring thing. Like, it just seems like a real hassle to not work on it at all. Right, and six months into the project, like he's twenty percent of the way through. Then the off season comes and he fixes it. Like he did the whole thing up, used it once, sold it. You could honestly probably build that thing, one of those things in a day, if you have some kind of idea of what you're doing. It was one of the alcohol motor ones. The nitro motors. Nitro, whatever. But still, I mean, like, putting the motor on is easy. I mean, you, it's not like you got to build the motor. No, I mean, like, you had to 
you know, fashion together the whole chassis and everything. I know. I know, I know how to kit. Like a, like a kit's what you get when you race them. You get like the, the ready-to-run ones if you're just a, a hobbyist. Yeah. So the last three people that were listening after our last thing, they have now gone. They might be RC car fans. Put it They're in the fun. Comments. Put it in the comments. Swipe Do you up. like RC cars? Swipe should, up. Should I get my RC car tattooed on me? No. Subscribe. Oh, you should get RC from Toy Story. That's honestly a good one. I'm going to write that. I, yeah, you want to write that down. I'm just going to. get No, get Buzz and, and uh, Woody with the rocket on his back with RC. You know, he's, oh, he's coming up the left side. We're not aiming for the truck. <laughs> wow. That's great. Yeah. Honestly, the RC, the RC is kind of good, even though, like, be like, why the hell do you have that? But then they also ask that about every single one of my other tattoos. I used to have one of the RC, RC cars. Really? Yeah. I think it was like a toy from, like, you know, McDonald's or something. Yeah. I can't remember. High quality. Very high quality. Probably had a 19 volt with a brushless motor in that. Dude, someone is just getting after it out yeah, there. Yeah, they're just getting real throttle. It's probably, I guarantee you that is a Mustang. No. It's a Mustang or a Dodge Challenger. Yeah. And nothing else. Speaking of uh, muscle cars, have you seen the new C8? The C8R? Like the new, like with the flat plane crank? Oh, those things sound beautiful. They sound amazing. A flat plane crank car just sounds. Yeah, they, I didn't know what it was until like I heard one of those and I was like, all right, what is the difference? I mean, it's here? basically just a budget Ferrari now. Yeah, because it, it even sounds similar. Yeah, they look similar. It's not a budget Ferrari, it's an American Ferrari. Yeah, but they're almost the same price now. Yeah, but this one's got a bald eagle that follows you around too. Yeah, it's about the same. Honestly, if I was going to. You think they're the same price? I mean, that flat plane crank one probably like a four fifty eight. It's Ferrari. probably it's eat. Those go for like one twenty five, and this one's got to be close to one hundred. So thirty thousand dollars. Like if it's like ninety five, it's thirty thousand dollars less. Close. That's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of money. That's what I bought my truck for. <laughs> but it's like, I can have a truck for free or twenty eight. Relatively speaking, it's kind of close. Uh, yeah, I guess. So, but yeah, but if I was going to, if it was, if it was even any closer, if it was like five grand difference and if I was in the position to buy one, uh, I'd probably got to go the Ferrari because they sound way cooler. Even though they sound the same. No, they don't. They don't sound the same. They sound close. Ferrari has a distinct sound. You ever played the, the Ferrari F50 game at like Dave and Buster's? No. It's got the big old speakers in there. It sounds awesome. You've played that game, the uh, Ferrari Challenge game? Probably. Yeah. So, all right, so what other off-season stuff? Just chilling? Yeah, I'm pretty much just chilling. Networking? Doing a little networking, podcasting, even though, you know, getting this one up was a real doozy. This one. Matt's like, I can't come Wednesday. And I'm like, man, can we please go just Wednesday's late? He says, I. Right. So Acknowledging like, that you no, want so, me to So do I'm it. like, cool, cool, I. Right. He'll do 7 or 8 o'clock on Wednesday. I call him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm cutting dog food right now. <laughs> this is at 7.45. I'm like, so... You're not coming over. Are you cutting dog food in your car on the way over here? He said, no. 
And I'm like, well, you said I. Right. No, well, okay. Here's a I little guess bit of, I can mean a lot of things. Like, here's the backstory. We left Hawaii, we left Hawaii at 7 a.m. Monday morning, and we got back to North Carolina Tuesday at 2:30 in the afternoon. And I imagine that was probably a pretty. And then United flight. lost our our bags. How do they lose them? They was it a never, nonstop? They never put them on the airplane in San Francisco. Was it a close like layover? Two and a half hours. Oh yeah, that's inexcusable. Yeah, so we flew Maui to San, uh, San Francisco, San Francisco to Houston, Houston to Charlotte. Damn. Yeah, so I needed to get a lot of stuff done around the house because we I hadn't been there in fifteen days. Where'd you have a uh, Where'd you have the dog at? Doggy daycare. She went to um, no free ads. She went to a pet a place in Denver, I guess. No, she went to a place in Hickory. Hickory. Loved her. You've never met my dog, have you? Never have. She's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, besides my fiance and my grandma. And meeting me, probably. Mm, no. Yeah, probably not. Uh, you rank probably. Maybe like 16th. Yeah, I'll say maybe P17. Yeah. <laughs> Top 20. You just backdoored your way into the playoffs. Yeah, just barely made it in. But, I did one good thing this year, and then I got in the playoffs. I mean, do you expect to set, to see yourself in the playoffs next year? I expect to. I'm gonna con- put you on the spot. I must expect to contend for the playoff, like a like a like a later playoff position, lower playoff position. So with the talent pool, would you say the talent pool is getting more is increasing in Xfinity, or there's just more competitive cars? I think when you say competitive cars. Do you think the level of competition from 2021 to 2022 will be higher? I think it'll be near the same. I It made a big jump from 2020 to 2021, I think, in the mid-pack range. In that 10th to 20th range, I think, uh, let's say, maybe not 10th to 20th, let's say 13th to 23rd. That got a lot tighter and a lot better. Yeah. Like, it went from those guys going lap down every week to maybe being on lead lap all race and racing with some really good cars. But do you think with the, you know, there weren't many top tier teams that have left. The only ones that I can really think of right now is the 22 Mm -hmm. and the 54 are gone. Correct. But RCR is bringing on a second car in the Xfinity series. Um, who else was coming in? Colleague is Colleague going down to two? Did they? they I believe they're doing. They haven't announced a ten car yet, but I believe they're doing three. So there's still three cars. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Herps is back in the ninety eight, mm-hmm. but you've really only lost one, one or two super competitive cars. But you've added what you added, Sheldon Creed. Well, that 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 is a super competitive. I mean, that's an RCR car. That and is a super Austin car. Hill is going to be. They'll be good. I mean, he was. He was. I'll be honest. I thought. That I don't know be what's better, going on with that whole sixty-one car deal. Was it actually good? Was it? Actually, I think it's pretty good. I mean, was it, it a Carl like, car? Was it one of Carl's cars, or was it? It looked like a nice race car. Yeah. I don't know whose it was, but it's that's yet to be seen. Uh, do you think NASCAR will back that field back up to forty? Heard maybe thirty-eight. I think, the, I think I think thirty eight's a good through the grapevine. Yeah, I think thirty eight's a good number. You know, forty it opens the door for. You know, I think someone who's really going to struggle this year 
is or this coming year is going to be like Jimmy Means, um, Carl. Yeah, I mean it's definitely, but it's it's been this way every year, and it has it's a vicious cycle the whole time. Right. People are getting better, and the people that were okay at one point now they're uh, in jeopardy. Yeah, I, I could probably see Harmon going down to one car just because. Unless you get someone that's going to bring money, but yeah. you're not. I mean, I guess the question then becomes, for the first three races, is the top 25 from 2021 locked in? Or I no, don't, so, I don't know. so points don't lock you in. There's no set point number but to like, lock you into the race. Owner's points from previous years has been how they set the field. Well, yeah, so if it rains year. out... And I've been wondering about this. I think they're going. I think they're getting away from the, if it rains out, forty cars start. I think they're xing that. Yeah, probably, because you know, I I foresee forty four to forty five cars showing up for Daytona. I think Daytona, you'll see a massive field, and that'll be good for this because it it pays too good. Right. I mean, it pays it pays to run dead last at Daytona. What it pays to run second everywhere else. I mean, it, that's what happens when you start with the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, unless it just, gets everybody rolling. Yeah. Um, big shocking news yesterday. Did you see this? Joey Gase driving for JGR. Yeah, I did see that. That was pretty. Uh, that's very clickbait. Good wordplay. Yeah, he had uh, sent, Joseph. He sent me a Snapchat about an hour before. He was writing. He was literally writing up that he's probably, press release. He's probably just giggling to he himself. Was just, you know, just all about it. <laughs> But uh, he, uh, I don't know. It's going to be hard to come in new without, like, serious support from somebody, I think. Right, and he bought all of that defunct H2 Motorsports Circuit City stuff. Right, and I don't even know where that stuff came from to begin with. I think, Uh, oh, GMS. It was GMS stuff with Toyota bodies on it. And I think at that point they had JGR motors. But I don't know what he's going to do. Is he doing Toyotas? He's got a little bit of everything, uh, from what I've heard. Well, a super speedway cars a Ford because he drove that last year. Twice. So he's been running these cars. Um, basically, whenever he, so Daytona two, that was his car, um, and then Talladega two, that was his Xfinity car. I know that for a fact. Everything else, I don't know. I think he was just kind of helping Jimmy out, right? Um, but I hear he's got. You know, he's got some – his super speedway cars are Fords. And he's got a mix of Toyotas and, and Chevys. Chevys. Oh, this is actually – when I said I was kidding when I was about to interrupt you, I actually was not kidding, and this is what I wanted to bring up. Uh, have you seen the, the Dodge rumors? Apparently, they're picking up some speed. I have. I've heard I, – I was watching like a – it was a David Land video. And he was talking about the ins and outs of his drag car team with factory Mopar drivers. He's like, he's like the writing's on the wall. I mean, look at what Dodge has done lately. Like, everything's 800, 900 horsepower. Like, they're going for the fun factor. And it, I think coming back to NASCAR would be smart. Just who do you pair yourself with? Right? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. ECR has finally gotten to that deal with Hendrick. I mean, Mopar's a performance thing right but you have to target someone who already has an engine like as an engine builder you think i think so that's the only way you're gonna get in why 
I mean, are you going to spend millions and millions? ECR is never going to change manufacturers. Right. So what's that, what's that leave you with? Mopar. Mopar builds performance motors. They build like the drag race motors. Yeah, I guess. But and they can just go and pluck. Like if they're serious about doing it, which I feel like a lot of those places when they come into the sport like that, they just like, okay, I'm going to take this good person from this company. I'm going to pay him a way more money than what he's getting. I'm going to take this good person from this company. Yeah, but company. they already tried that. They tried that with Everham. And it didn't yeah, really, and it, it didn't worked work. pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, they had Tommy Baldwin, Long Island, New York. Tommy f***ing Baldwin. Tommy Baldwin. But what team do you start your own team again, or no? Do you I try to I, cherry David team? David Land swears it's Stuart Haas. Why? Because the his drag program is going to be a Dodge. So they haven't announced what manufacturer it is yet. But so does that mean ma- does that mean Penske is going to change from Ford to Chevy because they have their IndyCar program is. No, Chevrolet. but apparently there was beef between Ford and Tony Stewart for a while. Why? Because apparently they weren't they weren't uh they didn't want Kyle Larson to drive a Ford. When well, look, he how first that, came back. look how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, really blew up in their faces on that one. Because I guarantee you, I think Tony Stewart could have got Kyle Larson maybe before Hendrick. Oh yeah. Easily with the whole dirt connection. Yeah. Stuff. Let him run a hundred nights a year. Yeah. Good for him. He probably still ran 100 nights this year. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. speaking of dirt racing, how about the Eldora Million coming back? Dude, that's that's legit. That is huge. That's massive. There are going to be guys dive bombing each other for a million. Dude, I couldn't imagine some of the. the I mean, Bobby Pierce just won a hundred grand out in, at the Vegas dirt track. Really? Yeah. But still, I can't imagine like there's going to be some nice pieces going to that race, dude. And a like, lot of stuff getting tore up. A lot of stuff getting tore up and a lot of stuff that's, like, just bending the rules and the tech officials are just going to be yep. scratching their heads. Yep. Bloomquist is going to win. You heard it here first. You think Bloomer's going to just come back out and take it? Because I he, has, has he been, like, you know, obviously Scott Bloomquist, but has he been, like, winning a lot lately? No. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't. <laughs> He's been out of the driver's seat. He's kind of given way to uh, Nick Hoffman and uh, Strickler. Strickler's in there now? The high side ticket. What about, uh, I thought... Chris Madden's kind of doing his Chris own thing. Chris Madden, okay. He was over there, but he's yeah. not anymore. I think well, I think he still runs a Team Zero car. It's just he It's just not it's not the it's not Black Sunshine. Not the no. Zero car. No, I think he runs his own number again. I think it's 44. 44, yeah. But yeah, that was awesome. Then I mean, we're we're a month two months away from Chili Bowl. Tulsa, Chili Bowl. Tulsa shootout action. Chili Bowl, Tulsa shootout. The clash at the Coliseum's coming up. That's going to be terrible. It's going to be awesome. That's I'm so pumped. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm an Xfinity car driver. <laughs> so you don't have to do it? Yeah. I would go do it, though. Like, if, if these, if any driver's like, man, screw this. I don't want to go drive this thing in this little hole. I'd be like, let me do it. <laughs> let me do it. Be laying the chrome horn. I mean, that's all anyone's going to do. I know. It's going to be awesome. I mean, theoretically, you could go through... Three cars, like three or four cars by the Daytona 500. Yikes. You lose one at Coliseum. You lose one in, in practice at Daytona. You lose one in the dual race, and you can lose one in the 500. You're down four cars. And I think the allotment for one team is like eight. 
which I hear there's only there's mm-hmm. only 22 physical ready to go next gen cars right now. How are you going to increase your capacity? It took you a year to get to 22. You got to theoretically get to like 128 cars. Well, they can focus on it now. They don't have to like worry about anything about the old car. But still, they'll figure it out, dude. This kind of like. I Even heard, I feel like they are still learning about it. I've heard there's a lot of teams that are still keeping Gen 6 cars around just in case. Probably their best pieces. Right. Just if there is that call that one day that's like, listen, we're going. Half and half. We got to go half and half. We got to go COT rollout. Yeah, but I feel like they're not going to do that. They're going to do everything in their power to not do that. Right, but it might happen. We'll see. I love some good NASCAR drama. Yeah, it is fun. Mm-mm-mm. If only you people on Twitter knew. <laughs> Crazy stuff. The Twitter happened. experts. All of them. Uh, we gotta. We gotta dive. You and I have to like dive deep into like the 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 Rura, You know what I'm talking about? The racing forums. Like we gotta get hard on the Reddit and find the best rumors this off season, and we gotta get them early and see if they come to fruition and talk about them. I just like the the. The Twitter engineers, too. I remember, like, I saw one comment one time, like, these cars, they have side force now, so they're too easy to drive. They need to take all the side, they need to have no side force. Just take away the right rear quarter panel. I mean, technically, you're going to have side force in some capacity as long as you're in the atmosphere. Right. Like, you have to be racing in outer space to not have side force. (laughs) Even there, I don't. You wouldn't I mean you would not have it there. That'd be the true neutral, Rainbow Road, no side force. I mean, all driver, yeah, high horsepower, no side force, no downforce. That's what y'all want. How do those engines even work out there? They probably can't. I mean, n- now I'm thinking about Special it. Special ones. Like, I mean, maybe electric like motors. The go the go kart ones has to be electric. Yeah, has to be. There's no internal combustion going on up there. No movement. No oxygen whatsoever. Well, that went on a weird. That went to a weird turn. That, that <laughs> was something. But what yeah, did you, what do you think of the next gen pit stop? I think the guys that were doing it didn't look like they were that good at it. Yeah, but you got to think though. Like, I mean, haven't they been practicing? I mean, I guess not that long. Probably just two weeks at this point. I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think they've probably done it once a week for the last couple months. Just once. Really, you think they've done it during? You got the pit crew guys. I have never been on a, I've never been a, like a, how do you say it? I've never been with a big team, but I know they only practice like two times a week. But they're like working out the rest of the time. Right. But I mean, I think. But that makes sense because you don't want to get hurt. We're going to see a lot of ingenuity going into these gas cans. Yeah, because they need to pump fuel faster because that's the weakest link now. Correct. So your gas man is going to be your elite athlete now because the time, the cars in the pit box to when the can't see. I didn't day. think about that. I I guess yeah, your your jack man, and I think I think jack man's important too. Jack man carrier for adjustments, and fuel guy. Yeah, changers, it's kind of crazy. Changers to, in the Cup Series now are irrelevant. It's like it's like a running like. The changers used to be the the running backs and the the they other guys. The other guys were 
the lineman, and right. now it's, it's like flip flops. Yeah, but it's interesting because these these single lug things are opposite thread on each side. So you come over to the left side, right? It's the normal. Uh, I think it's left lefty side. Lucy. Lefty Lucy. Righty tidy, right? Mm-hmm. Righty tidy back on. You keep the button where it is, then it's righty Lucy, lefty tidy on the left side. Hmm. It's just how the the, the tor- like the I imagine like the torsion how yeah. Even though I feel like in the front it w- is it just in the rear it's like that. No, it's it's side based. It's not front to rear based. Really, from what I know, I could be wrong. Because I feel like the front. Oh, I guess if you're worried about braking force as well, I guess that would kind of do the same thing. But um, yeah. I could see a lot of trickery going into the fuel cans. Like, you know how Gibbs a couple of years ago was working tirelessly on pick gun development? Yeah. Like spinning guns at 10, 15, 20,000 yeah. RPM to just get the lug nuts off. I guarantee that same ingenuity is going to go into the gas cans now. Yeah, I heard they were, like, trying to, like, coat the gas, like, the inside of the cans with stuff so it's smoother and it flow better. Right. You just got to... Get a little pop top, get an air bubble in there. Just shotgun the <laughs> Yeah, just shotgun your, your gas cans. Get new ones every week. You can honestly, like, thinking about it, if you, I mean, where do you hold the gas can? You Here and up there, like, the handle's up here, right? You kind of, there's a, there's a vent tube that you kind of put your hand. Yeah, so up there they could, like, hit a little valve or something. I, mean, I don't know, I'm just thinking what they could do. I, I'm sure... Engineers have already been, but there is there's like dimensions and stuff that a gas can's got to follow too. Right, there's a standard size, but what I don't think there's a lot of governing on what goes on inside the can. That's cool. And I was I was honestly I was thinking that same thing the other day that the gas man now is the that's the money. But like I think we'll see a lot more gambling on fuel strategy because the less time you spend on pit road. Blah blah blah. I think I think crew chiefs are gonna have to cut it a lot closer because you know, the more time you sit standing still and someone's going hundred and eighty five miles an hour, yeah. You're always gonna be at a disadvantage. That's true. I I just don't it's weird thinking the whole pit stop has changed like that. And I've also I've heard a bunch of guys like how normally a, a cup team would go down and put an Xfinity team, but they're like not letting them. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the case next year. So you're going to see a lot of varying pit stops, I think, in the Xfinity series next year because you're not getting that. You're not getting Brad Keselowski's team. Yeah. You know, you're not getting Bowman's team because they're they're locked up. They're not. Yeah, well, they were happy to do that this year because it was. Right. It's more, more practice. practice. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you already have, what, 40, 40 teams. Thirty-six chartered teams. But what right? about? Will they let the Jackman do it? Will they let the Gasman go over there? It's hard to tell. I don't know who they're going to let do what. But if you think so, if you just block off the full team, right? Yeah. What's thirty-six times five? That's a lot. I think fifteen, eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. One hundred eighty. I'm sorry. I thought. Yeah, Jeez. I was thinking three sixty. So it's one hundred eighty people that you just erase from the pool. To go down a series. So you're going to see. And then that becomes, what do you do with the development programs? You know, 
do you keep bringing people in knowing that you just need them as bodies to do Xfinity racing and truck racing or knowing that they're never going to get to cup? What is the cup disparity pay now? Because you're only doing one series. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think the salaries are going to go down even though the athleticism has gone up. Or yeah, a weird do some bubble. of these guys that were cup changers now be like, I don't want to change in cup anymore because I can make more money doing trucks and Xfinity. I don't know how their contracts work, but if they can get out of them, I don't know if they would. So it's a weird, a lot of questions from a, from a pit crew standpoint, I guess, what's going to happen next year. I can see some teams maybe letting elite cup crews go down, some not, just because they want to keep them, you know, just doing cup. But I could also see it's not a big deal because it's two separate entities now and who knows maybe the single lug doesn't work and we got to go back to five lug and then now it's too late for that i'm just saying for you know you keep that for one year then you go back so then those guys that have been doing just cup now only have been doing one lug they're just used to going straight in now they gotta go back to five and now those guys who have been changing xfinity the whole year are way better shape way better muscle memory shape yeah than the guys who've been doing one lug Crazy. Lots of changes coming to NASCAR next season, folks. Pretty, pretty crazy. Lots of changes. And the fact that we're going to Portland blows my mind. Dude, think how long that's going to take a truck driver. A minute. A long time. Like, like that's six days round trip. Yeah, I'm going to say easily. Like, What's I Phoenix? Wonder, I wonder. Phoenix is a solid two days. I'm thinking Auto Club is. I think Auto Club or Sonoma were the furthest ones. Portland is now definitely. But yeah, because way further north. Yeah. What's after Portland? I think it's an off week. Probably needs to be. It has to be. Because like. The turnaround time. The, would the, be yeah, ridiculous. the hauler wouldn't get back in time. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm, I have been voice cracking like no other lately. I, I mean, have we, have we finally, have they, have they finally descended? Yeah, I guess so. Finally hitting puberty, guys. My voice is cracking. Congratulations. I'm, yep. so, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, me too. Portland. Yeah, we got two weeks off. June 4th to June 25th. Yes, yeah, two weekends off. Neat. So what day are you leaving to go back home? Monday. Nice. Well, I wish you... Monday. I wish you... You going to Wisconsin? Nope, staying here. Really? Yep. No big... No turkey up in Wisconsin? Going to have a little cheese? Uh, With the fiancé's family. Oh, so, okay. So all their family. Gotcha. What's your favorite turkey dish? Are you are you guys a turkey family or are you a ham family? So my family, we normally do a massive Thanksgiving up in East Texas. We get everybody together up there. Up there? Up, up there, and there's probably like, I mean, there's usually about seven turkeys going. There's a ham. I think there was a, a there was some duck one time. What do you prefer? I, I honestly, dude, it, dude. De- well, it depends. Like sometimes a turkey's good, but sometimes like a good ham is really good. Do you like a glazed ham? Yeah, like when it's sweeter. Yeah, yeah, that's that's money. You get that some sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. What's the what's the favorite oh. what's the favorite side dish? Probably like dressing. Honestly, I love just So you call it dressing, not stuffing. 
I don't know. I, don't, I call it both. I'll call it stuffing or dressing. It's just when you get nervous. Yeah, I really. The, I I don't. I think I call it stuffing. Like when I called it dressing just now, it felt really weird. <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a sweet uh, sweet potato pie kind of guy. Sweet potato, dude. Sweet potato. Plus, you, got, you get to watch point. Dallas lose every year on Thanksgiving. Not this year, buddy. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? On Thanksgiving? Yeah. The football team. <laughs> the Washington football team. Do they play them every single year? Yes. It's every t- It's Thanksgiving. It is Cowboys and <laughs> Indians. It's the same game every year. <laughs> well, Detroit also plays every year. But yeah. they have they rotate because sometimes okay. the Packers play, sometimes they don't. No, I could be way off when I said that. I'm, but I, I'm like ninety percent sure you are completely. But I swear there. they always play. They never always play. No, Washington they, football they do. Team. Not every year. Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Just riveting podcasting here. Oh, sh- playing the Raiders. There you go. <laughs> The Cowboys and the Pirates. <laughs> Thanksgiving, baby. <laughs> Unbelievable. That, I swear they always play. No, you probably just remember one year where they played the rate uh, the the Washington football team. No, it's every year they play the. Dad blows my mind. Hold on, let's look at the twenty twenty. Washington football team at Cowboys. That was last year. Okay, it's not every year. Thanksgiving games, 2019. I'm going to go through a bunch of them right now. We have uh, deep fried turkey coming Played the Bills that year. I can't believe, I I thought they always played the Redskins or the Washington football team. Whatever you you pleasure, whatever you want to call them. I think that's a great place to end. You could say that. Yeah. Bruh. See y'all next time. Bye. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at ForneyIn.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, Ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.